Welcome to the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. I am your host, Ed Moore. This is episode 52. We are a spoiler podcast. Keep that in mind as I discuss Usagi Ojimbo, volume 1, issue 37, cover dated February 1993, published by Fantagraphics Books, and the story is entitled The Return of Kitsune. Now, the uh, the main characters that we're going to run across are, of course, Usagi Ojimbo. He is the protagonist that I choose to talk about. Uh, Genosuke Murakami is still with him after their most recent escapades. Uh, Kitsune is in the story, as evidenced by the title. We're also introduced to Yudin and Abarage, who we will find who they are as the story proceeds. Now we open with a panel showing five coma stacked one atop the other spinning as Kusuni is a street performer specializing in tops. Uh, attack tops, fighting tops, and she uses them to perform various tricks. This, she says, is called Horyuji Temple. Hoyuji Temple. The five tiers of tops represent the five stories of the pagoda. I wasn't aware the pagodas are standardly five stories. So there we go. Something I did notice as Kitsune bows after her performance and asks people to be generous, someone tosses a coin into her offering bowl. The coin is a circle with a square cut out in it. Now, I don't know if uh, Mr. Sakai has drawn these for us previously. I don't recall. Perhaps somewhere along the way. But digging into this a little bit, I found out that this perhaps is a Wadokaichin, which is uh, some of, one of the oldest Japanese styles of coins. Uh, they were minted up until the mid-900s AD, and they were part of a group of coins called Junisenni or Kucho Junisen. Now, as we go, she finds that uh, the money that she collected was not enough, so she must ply her secondary, or perhaps her primary trade. Um, It's hard to tell. That of pickpocket. So she walks the crowd, bumps into someone, and uh, picks their pocket, as it were. Now, I don't know that she gets what she's after, but we find out that she gets something that she was not after that gets her into some trouble. Uh, This person was carrying a letter that he was going to deliver to the oil merchant Yudin, and it has now been stolen by someone, and he assumes it was, later on, he assumes it was this young lady that bumped into him. Night falls. Usagi and Gen wander into this town. The duo are almost immediately uh, confronted by a group of guards who feels that these two Men who just wandered into town don't look very upright. They look kind of shady. Ask if they've seen a female recently, and of course they just got into town, so the answer is no. They don't believe them. The guards don't believe them, but they go on their way anyway, saying that if you do uh, find a girl, if you see anyone suspicious, report it to Yudin the oil merchant. That's what the uh, guard says. Uh, They're not actual police. They're just guards for Yudin. As uh, Usagi and Gen are, are walking around, presumably trying to find an inn, 
a little top wanders out from behind a crate out into the street, and Usagi picks it up and sees Kitsune, hands her top back to her, and immediately Kitsune and Gen are uh, be, be, be sodden, beset with each other. Um, they, you know, they, they got the puppy doe eyes. Uh, going back and forth, Gen being all mushy, to much to the chagrin of, of Usagi, who knows Gen better than the way he's uh, putting on airs in front of Kitsune. But Gen invites Kitsune to uh, to sup with them. They go to an inn where she explains the predicament that she's in and gives Usagi the letter that she inadvertently snatched from the messenger rather than his purse, or perhaps in addition to his purse. Usagi reads the letter and sees that it is saying that there's an upcoming rebellion in the province to the north. And Kitsune's kind of confused. Why Why would an oil merchant, she asks, be interested in anything like that? Well, again, being ever the uh, shrewd businessman, jumps in and says, well, that's, that's pretty obvious. If he knows it's coming, he can buy all the oil now that he can get a hold of. And then after the rebellion, when supplies are sparse... He can sell them at a huge markup. Uh, I believe nowadays we call that gouging. And so that's apparently uh, what he was going to do with the information. Usagi, uh, one, is not going to give the letter back immediately, and two, is going to tell someone appropriate or more appropriate that this rebellion is occurring, uh, whether it be the town or officials in the town or somebody. Somebody's got to know, uh, is, is what Usagi thinks. Well, Gen uh, politely reminds him that Someone is still wanted for what happened, you know, back of a village or two ago with Magistrate Oda. Uh, they're still searching around, so we, we probably don't want to make ourselves plainly visible and available, and just in case. Usagi's like, well, yeah, I guess you've, you've got a point there. Well, well, what can we do? Well, while they're discussing it, uh, Kitsune begs off. She's free of this obligation. She has given the letter for someone else to handle. I don't know if she's read it. Probably she read it to see what it was, but it's not her problem. She goes. Well, she, she leaves while Gen and, and Usagi are, are arguing, kind of slips out. As they're uh, paying for their food and everything, they hear a scream. They rush out, swords drawn into the street, and Kitsune is not there, but her bag uh, is there with any of her belongings and her tops. Usagi takes the bag, gives it to the innkeeper to hold either until they or Kitsune come back for it, or if they don't come back, he can sell it for the payment of their uh, their bill. Later, Usagi and Gen have an audience with Yudin, uh, the oil merchant, asking for the trade of the letter for the girl. And we see the girl is right here. Kitsune is is in the room here with them, being held by one of his one of his guards. A little exchange between Gen and the the oil merchant and Usagi, uh, being the level head, gives the letter to the merchant. The merchant sees that it's read, and decides that because they are familiar with the information, Usagi and Gen must be done away with, including the girl. So Gen first jumps up and kills the guard that's got Kitsune. As everyone is is rallying to the cause here, Usagi jumps up, 
flips, lands behind the oil merchant, sword drawn to his nose, uh, telling him to stop, make everybody stop, which he does. So now, Usagi, Gen, and Kitsune, who is shown on a full-page spread holding a sword, uh, point point back instead of point four, like you will see. She's holding it with with it trailing down her wrist and her arm rather than extend it out beyond her arm. Uh, is the way she's holding it. Gen is holding his sword. He's got one of the guards around the throat. They are surrounded on three sides by uh, many, probably 10 to 15 guards here. Usagi in the background holding the oil merchant hostage. Using the hostage, they exit the building into the compound, exit the compound via the front gate. Usagi does the shove hostage into the rest of the people to distract them, allowing Gen and Kitsune to get away, and he then, Usagi, catches up. Uh, now they're they're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, Usagi still feels that they need to tell someone about what's going on. They argue, Gen and Usagi. Uh, they wind up at a uh, at a bar in in the end, probably where they originally were. Another oil merchant, Abarage, comes in, uh, m- much celebratory because he has sold all of his inventory at an excellent price. And Usagi tells him, well, that's probably not a good idea because supplies are going to be limited, you know, etc., etc., rebellion, etc., etc. And uh, Abarage tells him, well, you know, it's funny you should bring that up because I had one of my agents uh, bribe one of Yudin's agents in the north to write that letter and send it to him about the rebellion. Really, there is no rebellion. And Usagi says, huh, I guess it worked out well after all. And um, Gen takes umbrage with that because of all the stuff they just went through, potentially being killed, you know, so he's got a point. And they argue back and forth, and Usagi storms off, and Gen is left enjoying the rest of the evening with Kitsune. Now, the next day, Gen goes up to Usagi's room, packed and ready to go. And we see something interesting here that that also I don't believe that I've seen before. And if anybody out there uh, can throw me any links, I I would be interested in reading more about this. Usagi, in the first panel that contains him, is sitting in the window, window open, holding his sword uh, in one hand and striking the sword with something round on a stick, the the back of the sword, not the leading edge, but the trailing edge, uh, with the sound ponce, 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 indicating perhaps that that's soft and not hard that he's striking the sword with. And he does that, and then he takes a piece of paper that he has and wipes, either wipes the sword of excess or rubs in whatever he is applying to the sword, something like that. Now, it put me in mind of more a a religious or or semi-religious like dedication ceremony of a sword that I believe I've seen something similar with. Usagi makes it seem as if this is part of the standard upkeep of the sword because he makes mention here, let's see, let me find it. There's nothing like the sheen of a well-kept blade. So I wonder if he's applying oil in some way via that um, 
uh, swab, you know, almost. Uh, it looks like a giant cotton ball on a little stick, and he's hitting it, flicking it with his wrist and hitting it with the cotton ball part. So I, I would be interested. Unfortunately, I was not able to do uh, any real research on this because as I sit recording this, my internet is currently out at the house here where I'm at, so I'm not able to do much research today. But if anybody can, can throw me a link that listens, um, provided anybody listens, I, I would be interested in, in seeing, learning more about what that is. Alrighty, let me look through here. That looks like about everything I wanted to cover, guys. Next time out, Usagi Jimbo Volume 1, Issue 38. That will be the last, as far as I can tell, of the regular Fantagraphics issues for Usagi. Dated March 1993 from Fantagraphics. Entitled, The Last Eno Story. So I guess we know in part what we're... as such, is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution. Non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.